The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true Savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Welcome, everybody. Happy Saturday afternoon. This is Jim Moore, one of your co-hosts with Prison Transformation Radio. I'm with the R3 Collaborative and my co-host, Pastor Dwight Anderson, Prison Mission Association. How are you doing, Pastor? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm really yeah. excited about the show today. You know, I am too. And, and I'll tell you quite frankly, this is folk in the audience. I've, I've looked to it, forward to it a lot because, you know, um, AM 980, The Mission, is is a Christian station mm-hmm. and program. And, and most of the people we have come on are doing decidedly Christian ministries mm-hmm. and treatment in different um, prison ministries and that. Sure. But there is a broader recovery community. There's there's great people, uh, particularly across the state of Minnesota and across the country, that are are really trying to help people get not just out of incarceration and a second chance, as we talked about last week, but mm-hmm. there's also the prison of addiction. I worked for 10 years with Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, and there is a whole recovery movement out there that's really helping people provide resources. Mm-hmm. And in the state of Minnesota, we have one of the one of the one of the most effective recovery organizations in the country it's, mm-hmm. it's, it was a new idea a few years ago it's popped up in some parts of the country and we can be proud in minnesota of having minnesota recovery connections so our guest today is the executive director wendy jones and i'm just really appreciate you being here today wendy and broaden the horizon of all of us that we can volunteer at teen challenge we can volunteer at um at prison mission association mm-hmm. and and in prison ministry, but we can also plug into the broader community. So Wendy's going to kind of give us a picture of this broader community as well as help us see what services they're providing. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're just our job here, folks who are listening, is we want to nudge you. So if you feel nudged, we're, we're going to uh-huh. give you ways to get involved. So so Wendy Jones, the executive director of Minnesota Recovery Connection. So just we'd like to introduce you to our audience by let us know who you are and how you got involved with this, because it's a relatively new thing. Yeah. But then we'll talk about maybe a little history of Minnesota Recovery Connection. So welcome aboard. Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me, Jim and Pastor Dwight. It's really a, a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm new. I just started with the Minnesota Recovery Connection in January. So I've only been on the job for a few months. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can tell you a little bit about how I got there. Yeah, to be great. So um, I came there actually from the Minnesota Historical Society, where I had been for almost 30 years. I was their director of education. But more importantly, I'm a person in long-term recovery myself. I am too. Well, Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> no, that's great. There's a lot of us. We're all recovering from something. That's there, right. But, yeah. but no, it's, it's, we talked about yeah. being a yeah, voice, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, for me, that means I haven't used alcohol or drugs since 1994. Oh, and awesome. uh, at that time, um, 
I don't think the word recovery was really even being no. used. That um, addiction as a disease uh, still was very much talked about as a mm-hmm. crime or a moral failing. And I was really grateful to have access to treatment. I did not go through a 12-step program. I went through a cognitive behavioral therapy program. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, uh, which worked great for me. Yeah. But when I finished treatment, I was on my own. And uh, I, again, I'm very grateful that I had a supportive network and family and friends, but I had no one who had been through that same experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think we often find that, you know, once you finish treatment, that's when the really hard work yeah, begins. Yeah. And that, right. that constant challenge, you know, my story, I remember, oh, just like trying to get a credit card again yeah. after having such crippling debt yeah. from when I was using or trying to go back to school and you know get accepted again into a college after destroying yeah. my <laughs> college career first mm. off. And those are the moments that really make us want to return to use. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so for a lot of people, treatment isn't the end it's the beginning That's and it's true. that that well sustaining yeah yeah well put so again i personally was very fortunate to have a network of family and friends um, who helped sustain me during that time and i never returned to use but a couple of years ago you know we hit middle age and we start yeah. to think about well what what's next for me? And I had had a really wonderful career with the Minnesota Historical Society, but I really started thinking about, you know, what what is part of me? What is part of my story that I can use to give back mm-hmm. to the community? And that's when I discovered the Minnesota Recovery Connection. Okay. Mm. I hadn't known about them before. They're a relatively new organization. They've been around about eight years. And I saw that they were training people to be peer recovery coaches. We want to talk more about that. Yeah, we'll come back to yeah. that. <laughs> and uh, and I saw that they were an organization that celebrated all pathways to recovery. Yeah. And I thought, well, I'm going to check this out. And so I applied to be a recovery coach to go through you the did. training. I went through that training. Yeah, too. yeah. So I, I did that. And as I was leaving... Um, uh, I mentioned to Chris Kelly, who was running the training, you know, she said, oh, it'll be a while until I get back to you to you know, find out how you're going to volunteer. We're in the middle of working on a grant right now. And I said, oh, well, you know, I actually have a lot of experience writing grants if you need any help. Oh. And she looked at me and she's like, oh. <laughs> no, it takes fuel, right? We know yes. in, in the faith community, it takes fuel to fund these initiatives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I volunteered for them, helping them with a the grant. I volunteered oh. with the, our annual Walk for Recovery. Um, I volunteered doing outreach. And in that meantime, I had left the Minnesota Historical Society and was kind of going through a career mm. transition, trying mm. to figure out what I wanted to do next. And when the Minnesota Recovery Connection needed a new executive director, um, Chris mm. actually encouraged me to apply, mm. and wow. here I am. Excellent. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you're, you're you're listening, if you just tuned in, to Prison Transformation Radio, and we're talking a little more today about the non-so-concrete prison, the prison that addiction mm-hmm. is, but there's an overlap with that. And Wendy Jones, the executive director for the Minnesota Recovery Connection, is joining us. And I'm going to mention this again and again, because this is one of the best places to go to find a wealth of resources. And when, when Wendy was talking a minute ago, I thought, there's the old adage, what does an addict need to change? 
everything, folks. Yeah. You got to change your friends. You got to find mm-hmm. a different community. You got to get your driver's license back. You got to get credit restoration. Mm-hmm. And so to have a resource, and the website is minnesotarecovery.org. And when you that connects you with the Minnesota Recovery Connection, and not only are there wealth of resources, and I'm going to ask Wendy to talk more about this, but they've got telephone recovery coaches. Mm-hmm. That's great. They've got people that will help you navigate the web. They have navigators that, that work with and help people. They have recovery coaches that will actually mm-hmm. provide one-on-one support. So again, not just a wonderful website, but they've got that relational component. So tell us a little bit more about that for people who are listening in who either need help sustaining Mm -hmm. recovery or who has a loved one they're trying to save. Mm -hmm. Um, How can Minnesota Recovery Connection help? Well, that's that's the first thing we always ask is how can we help your recovery today? (laughs) Perfect. So uh, again, we're a community-based organization. So we are run entirely by people who are in recovery or who are recovery allies. And that holds true for our volunteers, our leadership, our board. And that um, model is very person-centered. So we're really, nothing about us without us is our our, our motto. Hmm. And so we're always wanting to make sure that the voice of people in recovery is front and center. And so mm-hmm. that that's why we don't represent any one particular treatment path. Because I love that about Minnesota Recovery Connection. Inclusive, in, right? For everybody. The, for everyone. So yeah. no matter who you are, no matter what pathway. Faith, color, taken, exactly. drug of choice, it don't matter. <laughs> Let's we, help people. We all have to unite together yeah. to, to help each other. So the... The direct services that we provide, one of our most popular is telephone recovery support. Mm. So people can sign up to get a call once a week. And uh, one of our trained volunteers will call you at a time that you've specified works for you, whether that's mornings, Mm. afternoons, evenings, and just check in and say, how is your recovery going? Yeah, and the volunteers have been—they're—they're um, they're all people in recovery themselves. So it's just another mm, peer yeah. checking in, and they're trained to focus on a person's strengths, to help them remove barriers, to listen, and when appropriate, to pull from their own personal experience. Yeah. Because there's nothing more empowering to know that you're not alone. You're, you're not the first person to have mm. navigated this. And there are people who understand what you're going through and what you've been through. And that person on the other end of the phone is a beacon of hope, yeah. too, mm-hmm. that recovery is possible and it does work. And we've utilized that a lot in my many years with Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, particularly people coming out of the shorter-term program. You want to sponsor, or you want to sponsor, you want to mentor, you want to get involved in a group. Yeah. And yet, after 30 days in a treatment program, as you mentioned, and, and I'll just give you some bad news, folks, about 88% of the people relapse after 30-day treatment. Yeah. It, it doesn't trash treatment. It just says, this is more complicated. Part of the Heroin, methamphetamine, yeah. chronic alcohol. And so the intervention is great. That 30 days, you clear your mind. Right. But as Wendy said, it just begins. And so we would have... Actually, while people were still in treatment, they would connect with Minnesota Recovery Connection. And so it was kind of a transitional sponsor. Mm. And they would, is that right? They will help you find a support group. They can even help you find resources. Exactly. So we do have uh, recovery navigators. I love that too. Who spend a lot of time just talking to people, um, helping them navigate the resources. 
and actually one of our recovery navigators has sort of specialized in working with people who are incarcerated. Excellent. So he has a number of pen pals. <laughs> While they're still in prison, While they're, they're still in him? prison, they write him and he oh, writes them great. back. That's yeah. great. And uh, so he has carved out a niche of being a great resource for people who are looking to that day when yeah. they are out of prison. Yeah. And um, he speaks from experience and is that that voice of hope for them. And he puts so much care into the letters that he writes to people. And, and that was true with all of the folks that I've been involved with, Minnesota Recovery Connection over the years, mm-hmm. and all the, the directors I've met, the volunteers that I've met, the staff that I've met, is these folks are dedicated. Mm-hmm. And, and they're just all about reaching as many people. And so we've been talking, again, it's minnesotarecovery.org. That'll connect you with Minnesota Recovery Connection. So these are for folks who are coming out of treatment who need resources. But what I've also found is y'all are a tremendous resource for those of us who want to help. Exactly. I did a five-day recovery coach training. I did a six-hour telephone mm. recovery coach oh, training. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it was when I was working at Teen Challenge, okay. and then we had a number of our staff do that. Yeah. And it actually, Wendy, transformed Teen Challenge. We went from program staff, program techs, to having trained staff as recovery coaches. And now I understand Minnesota Recovery Connection is taking that to a whole new level. So those of us who maybe not be the recipients, but who want to volunteer, want to get Mm, involved, tell us what opportunities are there. Yeah, so getting involved also is one of the best ways to sustain your own recovery. And so we often find that uh, people volunteering with us are motivated to do so, not just because they want to give back and get involved, because it's healthy. It really helps Mm -hmm. to keep them connected Mm -hmm. and uh, helps them sustain their own recovery. So one of the the first entry points of getting involved is that telephone recovery support. So we do, we ask that people have been in recovery for six months, at least six months, Um, but but often those people who, who volunteer as telephone recovery support uh, often tell us that that was really key for them also in sustaining their Mm. recovery. Other ways to be involved is to be an outreach ambassador. So we we have people go into correctional facilities, to treatment providers. We're going to have them come to Teen Challenge. Yeah, come to Teen Challenge. Um, And what they do is they, they also provide a new perspective, yeah. a glimpse of hope, a, a realization that, oh, there are resources out there for me. Yeah. And it's there's not, what we really stress is that it's not an authoritative relationship, you yeah. know, that there's not a power dynamic, that we're peers. It's peer recovery. Yep, peer that's, recovery. That's a term that's taken over, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so we're not someone who says, you have to do this or you have to do that, and I have this power to tell you that. Yeah. We're, someone, we're people who have lived experience, we're here to yeah. listen to you. We're here to help navigate your your journey, and we're here to help you pull on your own strengths Excellent. in in doing that. So the outreach ambassadors go into different environments, and again, they model hope. They help connect people with different resources, and then a bigger commitment is to be an actual peer coach. And so that's where we provide a 46-hour training. It's yeah. a pretty pretty big commitment. Very comprehensive. I again, yeah. I went through it. And it, it really focuses on um, developing skills in advocacy, you know, how to, how to talk about recovery, how to help start removing the stigma Excellent. around recovery. 
Um, it's training in being a mentor and a coach. It's uh, training in ethics, the ethics around uh, being a peer recovery coach as opposed to being a therapist or a, a clinician. Because there are boundaries, right? There's Absolutely. certain things appropriate for counselors that wouldn't be appropriate for a peer recovery coach. Right, mm. yeah. right. Absolutely. Is there a cost uh, to any of these There, things? There is a cost. So the, the current price is $750. We do offer um, scholarships. Excellent. So that's one of the thing where we, if, if you'd like to donate to the Minnesota Recovery Connection, that, that definitely helps us to offset those costs mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, to provide those scholarships. So if, if you do receive a scholarship, uh, we request that you commit back to volunteering with the organization mm-hmm. for and a year. Many of our people did that. They, yeah. Or not many. Some that, that couldn't afford it did that. Yeah. And then they, but they did give back in yeah. a way to kind of give back for that. And, and again, it's another way to be engaged and connected. More and more people are going through the training now as a, a pathway to leadership and a yeah. pathway to employment. Mm-hmm. Increasingly um, re- certified recovery peer specialists are being employed by treatment providers and others. And uh, starting in oh, July, due to this new reform in Minnesota, substance use disorder reform in Minnesota, those services will be reimbursable through Medicaid. Um, okay. So it is making it much more possible hmm. to have peer coaches available in a lot of different environments. And for also people who are in recovery and looking for that pathway back to employment, to being a productive member of society, being a paid peer coach is really a fantastic way. What a stepping stone. What a stepping stone. Because again, many of us have heard of the idea of sponsoring or in the AA tradition, Mm -hmm. it's sponsoring and then there's mentoring. But but I've been aware of this the last year, this emerging Mm -hmm. field of of peer, peer recovery support specialists. Mm-hmm. And I know people who've been through treatment, they go, oh, I want to be a counselor. I want to get my LADC, that's yeah. Licensed Alcohol Drug Counselor. But that that requires college, that yep. requires a degree program. And this peer recovery support specialist is actually a way to equip people with training and and then they can get jobs in the field. Hmm. Working yeah. for a teen challenge or treatment provider, um, or or in any number of organizations. Yeah. So those of you that are listening, again, some of us are in need of the resources. So Minnesota Recovery Connections there for you. But some of us, you know, the cement's dried a little bit. Yeah, we want to give back. Yeah. get involved with AA. Get involved with uh, Christian <clears throat> recovery groups. But there may be some tracks where you could actually work in the field. Exactly. Right? We currently have, uh, through contracts with Ramsey County and Hennepin County, we have a core of certified peer recovery specialists who work in the drug courts now. So Excellent. they're working mm. with people throughout that whole process. And again, providing that beacon of hope, providing uh, a different perspective, a peer perspective on, on here's how to navigate this. Here are resources you can use. I'm here to listen. Um, and so increasingly, we're seeing more and more demand for that kind of peer coaching service. And we're actually looking with organizations like uh, Teen Challenge about certifying our person. We have like 250 yeah. recovery coaches at Teen Challenge. So Minnesota Recovery Connection, we're kind of talking about how can we how can we take raise the bar? Mm-hmm. How can we expand these skills? And I'll, I'll just, you know, I mentioned the voice of recovery. I 
you know, I, I don't talk about it a lot. Once in a while, I cut a vein open on the show, but I am a graduate of Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Mm-hmm. I had a corporate background. I lost a son to heroin addiction. Mm-hmm. I lost a, almost a decade of my life to my own addiction and and co-occurring disorder. And after multiple treatments, I it wouldn't didn't quite stick for me the first time, Wendy. Which, yeah. but for most people, I think it is That's three to four treatments. It was yeah. the one year program at Teen Challenge, and then I was going to go corporate again. And my mentor said. Come on, Jim, slow down to go faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why don't you become an intern at Teen Challenge? Mm-hmm. And so I, I felt, but it felt okay the way you said it. I felt kind of selfish at first that, you know, if, if I work in this field, it's going to help the cement dry. Mm-hmm. It's turned out to be the most rewarding 10 years of my life. And it's helped the cement dry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's reinforced it. Right. So folks, whether you're volunteering or whether you're looking at pursuing a progressive, even a career in this field. It's the most rewarding thing I've ever done, and I think it's one of the best things you can do for your own recovery. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And you're building those connections. You're giving back. You feel valued. And I think that's one of the greatest things that we have to offer is it's a safe place where you are respected and valued for who you are, regardless of how you got to your recovery, regardless of how you're seeking your recovery. And we provide opportunities for you to connect with other people, to give back, to build your leadership skills, and to really start moving on that pathway to being your whole self again. Well, Wendy, you're everything I hoped you would be. (laughs) I mean, really. Because that was was our prayer, right, Pastor Wright? Let's give people a big picture. Let's, Let's Let's expand the game out for him. So yeah. again, you've been listening to Prison Trans. We got so excited we didn't even recheck the name of the show, yeah. but it's still Prison Transformation Radio, and we have been talking with Wendy Jones, the director of the Minnesota Recovery Connection. And remember the portal, MinnesotaRecovery.org. If you're in need of resources, a navigator, a coach, you can contact them. If if the cement's drying and you want to give back. Or if you're in the church community and you want and you've been blessed and maybe you haven't struggled, but you still want to help, you want to mentor, you want to coach. There's just folks. There's just a wealth of opportunities. Um, again, my name is Jim Moore. I'm with the R3 Collaborative. So we've got connections to Minnesota Recovery Connection at the R3 Collaborative site. We try to we too try to honor all pathways and just hey folks, do something. Find your Goldilocks zone. You know the porridge is just right. And I know Pastor Dwight, we've got just a couple more minutes, Mm -hmm. but um, I would like you also to talk about, because we've got to remember the concrete jungle too, the concrete prison that's out there, and we do have have people in prison. So uh, a little bit about Prison Mission Association and and your work, anything that's coming up. We'll announce some coming events, and then you can pray us out. Okay, yes. Yeah, I got uh, tomorrow, actually, if you're listening to this broadcast, tomorrow I'll be at the Oak Park Heights Supermax Prison here in Minnesota. And then April 6th. Is that so, open to the public? I didn't think uh, so. <laughs> no, it's no, not. No. But you no. asked me what I'm doing. I know. So I know. God bless can, you. You do, all, yeah. you do it all, Pastor. Yeah. You do it all. Then April 6th to 11th, I'm going to be uh, speaking at Altoona Bible Church in Altoona, Pennsylvania, a number of times. And they're on the radio, actually, and on TV. So it's going to be a great opportunity there. And then April 17th, I'm going to be at the Shakopee Women's Prison for oh the uh, Transition Fair. And uh, we've got a couple good shows coming up next week. We'll be Understanding Prison and Jail Ministry with Saul Selby, the Director of Ministry Evangelism to Corrections. And then the week after that, on the 31st, is going to be the work of Missionary Evangelism to Corrections with Karen Selby, actually Saul's wife, who is an assistant and really helps with 
that. And we partner with them too. They have probably over 500 people going into jails and things here. They do throughout the Twin Cities. Yes. Throughout the Twin Cities. Something like 400 services a month or something. So if if people feel nudged to do that, Minnesota Missionary Evangelism to Corrections Corrections. is kind of an easy on-ramp to actually get involved get involved in jail ministry and a stepping stone. Yep. I understand they don't do prisons. They do the county jails. But Correct. there's a lot of, it's a fertile field, you always say. Absolutely. Pastor Dwight. Absolutely. folks going on. Yes. And I know before uh, Pastor prays us out, we also have other opportunities. Through the Arthur Collaborative each month, mm-hmm. we do a networking meeting. And on April 19th, a lot of people have heard of the Union Gospel Mission but they haven't heard of the Christ Recovery Center or Naomi Residence. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Naomi Residence, the Christ Recovery Center is a men's, it's kind of like Teen Challenge, Salvation Army Adult Rehabilitation Center, but it, it's for some very desperate people to get recovery support. Mm-hmm. But the Naomi Women's Residence, women with children. And and we're gonna have Pat Watkins on the show next month, but a lot of women have a hard time going to treatment because what about my kids? Yep, that's they huge. can. They can have their mm-hmm. kids in a residence That's while fantastic. they're going through recovery and treatment. That's huge. So a quick prayer, Pastor. I talk right. too much. Okay. All right. Thanks. Let's let's talk to God. Lord, I just thank you for what you're doing uh, in helping bring hope to those who are recovering. And thank you for Minnesota Recovery Connection, Lord, and for Wendy Jones. And continue to use them to lift up people. And I pray for more volunteers for them and for, for the work that they're doing. And that, Lord that you'll work through each person who's listening to the show today to realize that there's hope.